Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everybody? I'm your host, Stacey Go Morgan, and you're listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Good Pod HQ, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasting from. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about the Atlanta Rain and their midseason madness week eight action. The Atlanta Fays taking on the Los Angeles Thieves and what the Atlanta Fays really need to work on during this major four qualifiers going into Cod Champs later in August. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the Atlanta Falcons and some questions that need to be answered going into training camp this year. So, the further delay, let's go ahead and get straight into today's action. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so the Atlanta Rain will be taken on the Vancouver Titans this June 24th, 2022 at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That would be this Friday, the day after this podcast goes live. And Saturday, June 25th, 2022 at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Atlanta Rain will take on the San Francisco Shock. Both of these matches are definitely winnable for the Rain, especially coming off that dominant victory over the Boston Uprising this past weekend in a dominant 3-0. Guys, the Atlanta Rain honestly could be the team this year to really outdo people's certain expectations of saying, okay, maybe like a top five, you know, get eliminated within like the last round of like OWI champs or something like that. No, honestly, I believe this is going to be the team this year because looking at all the other teams like the London Spitfire, the Philadelphia Fusion, San Francisco Shock, you know, they're all having troubles. And those are some dominant teams. But you got the Atlanta Rain who has just beaten these people left and right. Yes, they're not really close matches except for a few, but still, they're beating them. And that just makes me feel very confident going to the fifth season of the OWL that the Atlanta Reign is doing this good and that they could possibly win Overwatch League Championship this coming November. So that is your midseason Madness Week 8 preview is the Atlanta Reign against the Vancouver Titans on this Friday and this Saturday, the San Francisco Shock against the Atlanta Reign. Now moving on over to the Atlanta Fays taking on the Los Angeles Thieves this June 26th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the Mountain Dew Marquee matchup. Guys, the LA Thieves are definitely a top eight team and is going to COD champs, but they have to continuously win their series. And they're not going to start off strong because I do have the Atlanta Phase winning that marquee matchup. It's not going to be a 3 0. I'm going to at least say a 3 1 victory for the Atlanta Phase. And the Atlanta Phase is definitely not going to look that scary going into this matchup. Because there are definitely some weaknesses that the Los Angeles Thieves can really expose, especially in that hard point in SD matches. But for FaZe, you still win the series, but the question does become how are you going to become a more dominant team 
now since you are at the final stages before going into COD Champs playoffs in the Major Four like tournament, this is just qualifiers, but the actual tournament in COD Champs, you really got to just start getting on that objective. That's your first priority is getting on that objective, staying on there. Don't sit back. That's been a lot of the reason why the Atlanta phase has not won a control or a hard point this season is because when they're just right there, they just stay put. They don't rush that objective despite a life advantage or whatever the case may be. And that's why like a Toronto Ultra will win or Optic Texas would win that hard point or control. The Atlanta phase is just not aggressive when it comes to an objective based game game style. And they just really need to hop on that objective, no matter what the situation is, to stop the clock and earn some hard point points or some control time. Next is really just staying calm and focused. Whenever I see a BZ go around the map, it's just like he's losing sight of his pristine accuracy that he used to have back in Cold War. And... Back in Cold War, you know, he was really one of the most accurate players outside of Celium, but now Celium has to carry the team whenever it comes to, like, kills and objective kills and everything like that. Celium cannot do it all by himself. He really needs the Tiny Terrors to help out in the situation. Simp is amazing, but Abizi really needs to step up in that role and start getting those kills to help out Celium. Arcides, I really have no complaints about Arcides. Just yet, he is he's their main focal point outside of Celium of getting those long-range kills and those up-close kills now since the roll switches have been enabled for just you know a while now, maybe two or three months ago. But yes, aggressiveness in the objective kill or just in, in general, the ejection for hard point and control, you really need to just start getting on those points regardless of the situation at hand. Because it can turn into a miracle at some times. Or if it doesn't, at least you can say, well, we did hop on the point and we did stop that time. But at the end of the day, we could not come up with that dub. And then instead of being like in the in the back of the room saying, damn, I really wish we would have jumped on that. You know, we had the opportunity right then and there. So again, Los Angeles Thieves will fall to the Atlanta phase 3-1 this Sunday. So now going on over to the Atlanta Falcons, ladies and gentlemen, there are a few questions that do surround the Falcons this year under Arthur Smith's second training camp. So that being said, who are you taking Marcus Mariota or Desmond Ryder? Whether it's Marcus Mariota or rookie Desmond Ryder starting the season at quarterback, both represent a major change from Matt Ryan. Mariota, a former number two overall pick, has his chance to get his career back on track under Arthur Smith, the man who originally benched him in Tennessee. Ryder is the underdog in this race, but Smith recently called former Cincinnati quarterback standout light years ahead of most young quarterbacks. Both players are considerably more elusive than Ryan, and regardless of who wins the quarterback competition, the offense will look much different this season. Regardless of the situation, if Desmond Ryder is light years ahead, he still needs to sit on that bench at least for a half a season to a full season 
under Marcus Mariota because Marcus Mariota does have that experience. No, he's not a, you know, top 10 quarterback like Matt Ryan was, but he's still a veteran QB that can really get the job done in most instances. And that's where Desmond Ryder really needs to start learning from Marcus Mariota and like, okay, here's how, here's how Marcus Mariota's doing it. This is the way I would do it. And, you know, just let him sit there, jot some notes down, think of how he would do it in a certain situation. So, again, regardless of training camp, I would still pick Marcus Mariota over Desmond Ryder, just for right now. The second question that comes to mind is, can Drake London have a Kyle Pitts-like impact as a rookie? London, like Kyle Pitts in 2021, will enter his rookie year as a unquestioned starter expected to play a major role on offense. This is a tall task for any rookie. Despite Pitts topping the 1,000-yard mark last season, this isn't a common thing for a rookie pass catcher, as you might think. Can London be Atlanta's second straight 1,000-yard rookie, or will that be too much pressure for the former USC star? Me, personally, I I think you just need to go ahead and put him out there because... He's really not going to learn from anybody else on this Falcons team because we, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think we really have that kind of like well-seasoned veteran wide receiver outside of like Calvin Ridley, but he's suspended for a full year. And so Drake London is going to have his hands full and no one really knows his game, game style right now until at least the preseason, maybe like week two week three action but still even then you know you're still gonna have to put them out there regardless week one against the new orleans saints in atlanta who starts at nose tackle so tyler davidson was an expected cap casualty over the offseason but his departure creates an opportunity for someone else to step up at that nose tackle atlanta signed vincent taylor but i think it will be anthony rush's job to lose Rush played the majority of his defensive snaps in the A-gap last season, and based on the current makeup of the roster, I think he takes the majority of snaps there this year. And finally, what does the future hold for Deion Jones? So, Deion Jones has been out recovering from a shoulder surgery, excuse me, but beyond that, it's looking like the team is preparing to move forward without the former Pro Bowl linebacker. Jones is Atlanta's highest paid player, so so that the fact for the Falcons add in Nick Kowalski, Rashawn Evans, and Troy Anderson will seem to hint that the end is coming. Jones is still a great fit as a Mike linebacker in a 4-3 defense. If Atlanta does move on from Jones, the Atlanta Falcons could save over $14 million in cap space. So there were some questions right there, ladies and gentlemen, that needs to be answered this training camp season under second year head coach Arthur Smith. What do you do with the quarterback situation? What do you do with Deion Jones? What do you do at the nose tackle? And what do you do for Drake London this year? Those are some going to be some very interesting questions that should be answered again this training camp season for Arthur Smith and for fans. 
And of course, again, ladies and gentlemen, I will be at the Falcons training camp August 3rd, that Wednesday, for you guys to come check me out. You know, talk about Falcons, esports if you want to, some autographs, on so forth. Again, I'll have where I will be located at at that later time. But for right now, you do know I will be there to talk to you guys and watch the Falcons practice. Because that is all the time I have for today's episode. I just hope you did enjoy it. If you didn't, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from. Good Pod HQ, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Tell your smart speaker, hey, play the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, and your smart speaker will take care of the rest. And I, Cole Morgan, will catch you all later. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 